Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Many of our leaders and our neighbors put party and self before country. It's the thinking behind a new book written by the president of the Council on Foreign Relations, Richard Haas. We'll talk to him about it at 910. Asian markets mostly lower. The Dow fell 157. Capitals in a scoring battle with Carolina tonight. 9 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, your home for original reporting. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. Classes on the Michigan State University campus won't resume until Monday after last night's shooting leaves three students dead and five seriously wounded. The suspect is dead after turning the gun on himself. CBS Detroit or Detroit reporter Chris Laudin. University police said sophomore Brian Fraser and junior Alexandria Verner were two of the three students killed. Officials say McCray, who had no known ties to the university, took his own life following a three-hour standoff miles from the campus. I know everybody wants to know what the motive is. Uh, we, we don't have an answer right now, and, and that's, that's the honest truth. According to state prosecutors, the suspect had previously been on probation for possessing a loaded gun. Officials say he also had a history of mental health problems. In Parkland, Florida... The community gathered tonight to mark five years since the deadly shooting rampage at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. The lone gunman killed 14 students and three staff members. The Biden administration still isn't sure what the U.S. military shot down in recent days over the skies of Lake Huron, northern Alaska, and Canada's Yukon because the recovery efforts are being complicated by weather and the remote locations. CBS's Cami McCormick. The National Security Council's John Kirby said the FAA, the intelligence community, and military pilots are all being asked to help identify what the objects may have been but finding debris is important still want to recover it because that's our best way of knowing for sure what these things were in the meantime he says one possibility is they were tied to research facilities and could be as he called it totally benign A Missouri judge overturns the wrongful murder conviction of a man who spent nearly 28 years in prison for a killing that he has always said he did not commit. KMOV-TV's Russell Kinsall was there when 50-year-old Lamar Johnson walked out of court. Supporters were jubilant at the announcement, including his ex-girlfriend and the mother of Johnson's daughter. I knew that it would. I just had trust and faith in God. I didn't expect for it to be this long, but God does things in his own time. And it doesn't matter. He's free. He's a free man. He gets to be with his children and his mom. And that's all that matters. I spoke with a couple of supporters of Johnson's who said in the last couple of days they've gone out to buy a bunch of clothes. All the things he'll need to start this new life that he's beginning from scratch. Police are revealing new details into a U-Haul driver's frame of mind after veering onto sidewalks and ramming into pedestrians and cyclists in New York City yesterday, killing at least one person and injuring eight others. NYPD Chief of Detectives James Essig. He states when he's driving his van, he sees an invisible object come towards the car. And at that point, he says, I've had enough. And he goes on his rampage. The driver is charged with murder and attempted murder. On Wall Street... Stocks closed mixed. This is CBS News. 903 on WTOP on this Tuesday night, February 14th, 2023. Georgetown is at 50 and dropping to the 40s overnight. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. A Rockville man is under arrest in Missouri. He's accused of murdering his girlfriend whose body was found nearly a month after she was reported missing along the ICC. Montgomery County Police say Francisco Ramon Lara Garcia killed 20-year-old Kaylin Yolibeth Chavez Dominguez. 
Her body was found on the last Saturday in January in the upper Paint Branch Stream Valley Park under the Paint Branch overpass of Maryland 200. She was last seen in December. Laura Garcia is being held in St. Louis, where he's waiting to be sent back to Maryland. A crowd of hundreds gathered today at Congressional Cemetery in Southeast D.C. to honor a metro mechanic who died a hero, tried to save lives during an active shooter situation at a metro station. We all wonder if we have it, if we would do the same thing. That question was talked about a lot here. If you saw an active shooter, would you try to wrestle the gun away? It's the very definition of being a hero. That's what Robert Cunningham did at the Potomac Avenue metro station earlier this month, leading to him being shot and killed. Family members, friends, and people from the community gathered here as Cunningham was laid to rest. The idea that some ordinary person would say, I'm going to try to stop this and make a difference was so heartwarming and tragic, and I just felt like I had to be here for the family. At Congressional Cemetery, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Tomorrow, more than 70 people living in tents in northwest D.C.'s McPherson Square will be forcibly moved by the Park Service, which oversees federal land. One D.C. lawmaker argues that clearing the crowded camp just creates another problem. The National Park Service says it'll move forward, granting a request by D.C.'s Department of Health and Human Services to clear McPherson Square two months earlier than planned after learning of three deadly overdoses in the camp. The Park Service says with more than 70 encampments, it's challenging to remove trash and keep the area sanitary and accessible for emergency responders. But D.C. Councilmember Robert White takes issue with moving unhoused residents during hypothermia season when they have nowhere to go. If we're going to solve the problem, that means we have to get people into housing and connect them to social services. And right now, we have the resources to do that, but the systems don't work. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. We've got an update on that reported plot to attack Baltimore's power grid. A woman from Catonsville and a man from Orlando, Florida, have been charged with conspiring to shoot at energy substations in the Baltimore area. Prosecutors say Sarah Beth Clan Daniel and neo-Nazi leader Clint Russell plotted the attack to further a racist agenda. Police say they stopped the attack in its tracks when they arrested the pair earlier this month. Russell and Clint Daniel are charged with conspiracy to destroy an energy facility. The maximum sentence for each of them is 20 years in prison. 906. Archaeologists and historians alike are celebrating the discovery of broken teacup pieces and the foundation of a home on the eastern shore of Maryland on the farm where Harriet Tubman was born. WTOP's Mike Marillo reports. It was all found on land that once belonged to slave owner Anthony Thompson. We began to dig and dig and dig and began to find the foundation of this 20-foot by 40-foot building. Chief archaeologist and chief of culture resources at the Maryland Department of Transportation, Dr. Julie Shabliski, says what struck her about the home and the artifacts around it is that they showed. Someone who had the appearance of being in power, but yet in reality just was another servant to the person who owned the property. She says it's now believed the home belonged to an enslaved overseer at the plantation where Underground Railroad conductor Harriet Tubman was born. You won't be able to see the foundation, but the artifacts will be on display at the Harriet Tubman Underground Railroad Visitor Center in Dorchester County. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Diplomat and scholar Richard Haas usually turns his attention overseas as the president of the Council on Foreign Relations, but his new book examines reasons behind our troubled democracy here in the United States. We'll hear from him coming up on WTOP 907. Melwood is accepting unwanted vehicles in any condition. Donating your vehicle to Melwood is fast and easy and supports your local community. We accept most vehicles in any condition, even if it's old or doesn't run. To donate, call 1-877-MELWOOD or visit melwood.org forward slash radio. Melwood, empowering people with disabilities for 60 years. Call 1-877-MELWOOD to donate today. 
Oh, hello. Need a health plan that lets a busy family get the most out of their care? Then meet your new kind of friend, Optima Health. With on-demand virtual care and an easy-to-access mobile app, Optima Health offers Northern Virginians round-the-clock options that can keep up with their round-the-clock needs. Go to OptimaHealth.com and meet your always-has-your-back friend. Offered by Optima Health Plan. 908. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Right here on WTOP. Let's check in again with uh, Bob Imler. Of course, he's in the WTOP traffic center. In the district, southbound on I-295, the crash does remain near the Naval Research Lab. It's moving a little bit better there. They may have that out of the roadway, and I believe the crash is actually going to be on the ramp from southbound 9th Street Tunnel on to uh, 395 north towards 695. That's where they tend to happen quite a bit. I believe that's where it is since there is quite an unexplained slowdown at that spot. Meanwhile, on the Beltway through uh, Montgomery and Prince George's counties, no incidents or delays. 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, each doing all right, as is 270 at 50. It's good to go out to the Bay Bridge. Virginia side, eastbound 66 before the Beltway, the crash along the right side of the roadway. And I believe that's where they're setting up a work zone on the left side. On both 395 and 95, things are generally good to go. No incidents or delays to report, though. I do believe they're starting to set up road work southbound near exit 148 Quantico, so be alert for the work crews there. For over 35 years in the DMV, Greenberg and Betterment has helped tens of thousands of clients who have been hurt in auto accidents or victims of medical malpractice. Visit GBLawyers.com and feel better. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. Storm Team 4, four-day forecast in Amelia Draper. For the rest of the work week, we'll have rain at times, with rain most likely on Thursday, when some pockets of moderate to heavy rain are in the forecast. Now tonight, we're dry with cloudy skies, lows in the low to mid-40s. But some spotty showers early tomorrow morning and then increasing sun with highs around 70. On Thursday, temperatures still mild in the 60s to near 70 with rain most likely during the second half of the day. After some morning showers on Friday, we'll have gusty winds throughout the day and temperatures falling into the 40s and 50s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Rockville is now uh, in the 40s, Ashburn at 54 and District Heights, 48 degrees. Many of us heading down to the low 40s tonight. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today. Schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 9:10. Richard Haas is the president of the Council on Foreign Relations. And as such, he's often seen and heard in the media commenting about affairs abroad. China, Russia, Ukraine, etc. In his new book, Haas is turning to domestic matters. He says he's worried about democracy. And he tells WTOP he wrote the Bill of Obligations, the Ten Habits of Good Citizens, because too many of our leaders and our neighbors are putting their political party or themselves before their country. I want to see an America where, once again, citizens, politicians, you name it, put the country first, before party, before person. And I think for voters, it's on us. What we have to do is tell politicians, you either put country first or we won't support you. And I don't know what you know about politicians. They may not always be responsible, (laughs) but they are always responsive. And if the voters reward those who put country first, penalize those who do not, I think things will begin to improve. You look at some of the burning issues, and these are not new, the rights of the unborn versus a pregnant person's right Mm -hmm. to autonomy over their body, or, you know, I say to you, Richard, I have the right to have a gun, and you tell me, well, I have the right to be in a restaurant or a dance hall and and be safe. How, using your book and other tools, can we take care of this? That's exactly why I wrote the book. Uh, A democracy that simply rests on rights, as important as rights are, 
will never succeed because, as you say, inevitably rights come into conflict. And if you get 100% of your right, say, uh, your right to bear any arms you want, what about my right to public safety? Or if a mother gets 100% the right to choose, what about rights of unborn? Well, you can take it the other way, the other extreme. We need to have a society where there's more to it than rights because there's going to have to be compromise. There's going to have to be trade-offs. We've got to do it peacefully. We've got to do it with respect. And that's where obligations kick in. And that's my whole argument that a democracy, yes, we need to pay attention to rights. And Abraham Lincoln's line about our unfinished work remains unfinished. But again, rights alone do not make a democracy. We have to have obligations to one another. We have to have obligations to our country, to our government. That's what democracy requires. And I think that's what we have to start teaching. That's what we have to start modeling. You are living this to a certain extent. I've heard you say that uh, recently in November, you had to make a rather tough decision at the ballot box. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those moments where I, I wasn't going to be able just to talk the talk. I had to walk the walk. It was uncomfortable. Uh, I'll be honest. I was forced to choose between two candidates. One I actually agreed with uh, on the lion's share of the issues on policy and so forth. But this person was an election denier. The opposing candidate was someone I disagreed with on all the almost all the issues, but but accepted and embraced democracy. And I thought about it. I stood there for an uncomfortable minute or two. And I finally we don't cast levers here in New York. You fill in these little circles with pencils. But I filled in my circle for the candidate with whom I disagreed about policy, but who we were on the same page in terms of democracy. And the pit in your stomach is not there, right? I mean, you feel like you made the right choice in the end. I made the right choice, but I I truly dislike that I had to make that choice. And that that in and of itself is disappointing. I never had to make that choice before in my life, essentially. This question of fidelity to democracy was something we could assume. And now I think what we've learned over the last, what, six years or so, that can no longer be assumed. I hope we get back to the day where the parties may disagree on policy, but not on support for democracy, but we're not there now. Richard Haas is author of the new book, The Bill of Obligations, The Ten Habits of Good Citizens. His day job is president of the Council on Foreign Relations. He joined us on Skype. No Ovechkin on the ice tonight. The Capitals are battling Carolina without him. How are they doing? We'll tell you next in sports with Rob, who is also checking out the offensive coordinator situation for the commanders and some other hirings around the NFL. It's the Bray and Scarf President's Day Sale and Maryland Sales Tax Holiday with once-a-year appliance savings. Pay no Maryland sales tax on select Energy Star appliances combined with President's Day savings in-store and online. Get doorbuster savings on a GE Profile 22 cubic foot Energy Star counter depth French door refrigerator. Just $25.99. Save $1,100 plus no sales tax. And get savings on top of savings with stackable rebates on select GE Profile and Cafe packages. And the absolute lowest prices with Bray & Scarf's best price guarantee. The Maryland sales tax holiday only happens once a year, so don't wait. If you're even considering new appliances in 2023, the time to buy is now. Shop local and save at the Bray & Scarf President's Day Sale and Maryland sales tax holiday. Visit any of Bray & Scarf's convenient locations or shop online at BrayAndScarf.com where it doesn't cost more to get more. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 9.15 now. We've all been clearing our throats off the air. (laughs) So, Rob, you can clearly tell us what's going on with the Caps. Yeah, I should be able to, in theory, anyway. Uh, I safely got into the studio without uh, somebody scoring, (laughs) so that's a plus. Uh, Alex Ovechkin gone for what's described as the foreseeable future to tend to a family member tonight. And uh, without him, the Capitals trailing the... 
uh, Carolina Hurricanes. Three to two. We're in the third period of Capital One Arena in the uh, first of two meetings between these two teams this week. Uh, Carolina quickly answering every Caps equalizer tonight. And uh, both of the uh, uh, goals uh, uh, coming from uh, Joe Snively and uh, TJ Oshie for the good guys. Uh, in terms of shots on goal, uh, the Capitals uh, getting the advantage here uh, so far in the third period. 26-25 to 25 for the game after uh, Carolina uh, shot uh, got a lot of those shots in the second period on their way to uh, two scores. Uh, they would uh, uh, capitalize on their lone power play opportunity. The Caps 0 for 3 with the man advantage so far tonight. Georgetown's losing skid now up to six games in a row after falling short at Seton Hall uh, 76-68. The Hoyas 16 turnovers, uh, 6 of 25, three-point shooting, a little too much to overcome. The Wizards playing the second game of their uh, three-game road trip in Portland at the top of the hour, and they will get reinforcements in the form of Kyle Kuzma. He is back in the lineup after missing the last four games with an ankle injury. The last two NFL head coaching vacancies filled by the NFC champion Eagles coordinators. Shane Steichen introduced in Indianapolis today. Jonathan Gannon, the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. And that means this hiring cycle produced only one minority hire out of five openings. That one, a Houston franchise that in each of the last two years fired black coaches after only one season. The uh, Washington Commanders announced they interviewed former Ravens offensive coordinator Greg Roman today for the same position in Washington. And the Ravens actually replaced him today with Todd Monken. Uh, he's the new offensive coordinator after holding that same position at Georgia during the back-to-back uh, national championships for the Bulldogs. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. 917, the man accused of assaulting Congresswoman Angie Craig in the elevator of her Capitol Hill apartment complex has a previous record of similar incidents that go back to 2015. 26-year-old Hen- uh, Kendred Ham- Hamlin has 12 prior convictions. That includes an assault on a police officer. Craig spoke to CNN today about the changes she hopes to see made to avoid uh, repeat offenses such as this. I, I sit here and I think to myself, how did this happen 12 times in America with addiction, with homelessness, um, with mental health issues, and this individual served 10 days, 30 days? That's no time to be able to get the help uh, that this individual needs either. Hamlin also pleaded guilty to indecent exposure and admitted to entering a woman's home in 2015. In this recent incident against Angie Craig, she says that he punched her in an elevator in her building. Top stories we're following for you this hour. Investigators are still sorting out why a man opened fire in Michigan State University, killing three students and wounding five. The gunman killed himself. He had a note threatening schools in New Jersey. The U.S. is certain that the first object it shot from the sky recently belonged to China. That was, of course, the big spy balloon. But it says the other three could be linked to researchers or commercial interests. And is Ukraine any closer to getting Western warplanes or other weapons in its battles with Russia? Stay with WTOP for more about all this in minutes. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. We're going to Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. Southbound I-295 near the Naval Research Lab. The crash is out of the roadway now. And eastbound freeway at the end of the ramp from 9th Street. Believe that crash has also uh, been moved. There's still a brief slowdown there, though. Around the Beltway in Maryland and Virginia, it continues to run well. Eastbound 66 before the Beltway has had a crash along the right side of the roadway. This where they were setting up a work zone on the left side. So be alert for delays getting to the Beltway on eastbound 66. On 95, you're good to go until you get to Prince William County and into Stafford. There is a work zone now set up. Uh, southbound 95, they are now laying out the barrels in the right lane after exit 148. 
in Maryland on 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. So far, so good on each tonight between the beltways. Clear sailing on 50 out to the Bay Bridge and running well up and down 270 in both directions. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper this evening. Plenty of clouds out there on this Tuesday night with lows in the low to mid-40s. Some spotty showers tomorrow morning, otherwise starting off with plenty of clouds. The sunshine will increase throughout the day with breezy winds later, and we are warm for mid-February. High temperatures tomorrow around 70 degrees. Plenty of clouds out there on Thursday, with rain becoming likely during the late morning and midday hours, and then continuing throughout the evening hours. Still mild and gusty winds as well, with high temperatures in the 60s to near 70. And Trump Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Tonight in the Hyattsville, Fredericksburg 52, foggy bottom at 50, moving down to the lower and mid-40s overnight. And brought to you by Len the Plumber, trusted same-day service seven days a week. Coming up here on WTOP, data is a very hot topic in our region in Northern Virginia. We'll tell you the latest on a bill to study their impact. It's on the way on WTOP. You know how plumbing problems always seem to come up at the worst possible time? Well, you should also know that no matter how plumbing problem strikes, you can schedule an appointment online at cropmetcalf.com. Save time and schedule online now, and a five-star plumbing technician will be ready to solve any plumbing issue you're having. Visit cropmetcalf.com to schedule at your convenience. And remember, Crop Metcalf is the one with five stars. Crop Metcalf, home of the five-star technician. In business, making good choices can make the difference between success and failure. That's why when it comes to business accounting, you should choose Ayala Vado & Associates, a firm with 40 years of experience, serving medium and small businesses like yours. We offer a full spectrum of services from payroll, business strategy, corporate tax, forensic accounting, and more. We're a local firm of CPAs dedicated to serving local businesses. Make a good choice. Visit AyalaPA.com. That's A-Y-A-L-A-P-A.com. 921. For the first time, Diamonds Direct is offering an extra 25% off all of their Diamond Classics collection. 25% off Diamond Stud Earrings. 25% off Diamond Tennis Bracelets. And 25% off Diamond Pendants and more. It's true. This Valentine's Day, Diamonds Direct lets you take a full 25% off all the must-have jewelry box staples. Diamond classics are like a little black dress. It's jewelry that never goes out of style and something you can wear every day, whether it's just running errands or going out on the town. A nice pair of diamond stud earrings goes with anything and everything. And now through Valentine's Day, you can take an extra 25% off. It's our best value ever offered on these popular gifts. Don't miss this sparkling new Valentine's event. Visit DimesDirect.com to view the Diamond Classics collection. Learn about designer trunk shows, offering an expanded selection, and a for Zero interest financing options up to three full years. Celebrate your love and savor before at Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This is WTOP News. 922. Two Northern Virginia lawmakers want to get to the bottom of how the state's booming data center industry impacts the power grid, the environment, and the economy. But a bill they introduced that do just that in Richmond has died in the General Assembly. Inside Nova reports a subcommittee of the House Rules Panel voted three to two to kill that legislation. It was introduced by Fairfax Democratic State Senator Chap Peterson and Prince William County Democratic Delegate Danica Rome. The bill would have directed the state's Department of Energy to study impacts of data center development on various sectors. It was the last of five bills introduced by the pair in response to a massive and controversial data center project in Prince William dubbed the PW Digital Gateway. Should Maryland's Attorney General have more independent power to prosecute police officers? It's the question before state lawmakers who have been discussing a bill to increase the AG's authority over law enforcement, but letting that person press charges. 
Right now, the attorney general is already required to investigate when someone is injured or dies at the hands of police. It's still up to local prosecutors to decide whether to press charges. The bill, which had a hearing just today, would expand a part of the package of police reforms approved a couple of years ago in response to concerns about police accountability after the 2020 death of George Floyd in Minnesota. A Manassas woman was found stabbed to death early today. Police have arrested and charged her son. We've got the story from WTOP's Neil Augenstein. Prince William County Police got a 911 call for a woman who'd been stabbed. They found her outside her apartment on Shallow Creek Loop. She'd been stabbed in the neck. Police learned the suspect was her son. They searched her apartment, but it was empty. A witness saw him walking along train tracks on Bristow Road. At first, he ignored police telling him to stop, but eventually he did. Darian Hunter Wilds is charged with murder and stabbing during a in the death of his mother, Jennifer Nicole Marshall. Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. Ocean City, Maryland is concerned about the recent series of whale deaths along the East Coast. Because of that, the mayor and city council are asking for offshore wind farm development to stop right away. NOAA says at least 14 whales have died on the East Coast since the 1st of December. Some have been sperm whales, which are endangered. NOAA says there's no evidence that indicates offshore wind projects are to blame for the deaths, though. 925. Money News 25 and 55 and Joan Doniger. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. The National Transportation Safety Board is investigating the United Airlines flight that took off from Hawaii in December and then dropped within several hundred feet of the ocean before resuming its climb and landing safely in San Francisco. Ford isn't saying exactly what the problem is, just that for now it stopped producing its electric F-150 Lightning pickup because of a problem with its battery. It says engineers are looking for a solution. Possible celebrity sales. The Magnolia brand, founded by Fixer Upper stars Chip and Joanna Gaines, is looking at selling a minority stake in the company. Rapper-actor Ice Cube's Big Three Basketball League is talking about about selling some of its 12 teams. And big buffalo hat Pharrell Williams has made his signature maybe available soon in Louis Vuitton Brown. The Wall Street Journal says Louis Vuitton is looking to hire Williams to be its next men's chief designer. On Wall Street, the Dow fell 157, the Nasdaq rose 68, the S&P dropped a point. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Joan Doniger on WTOP. Asian markets are lower. Several of them are down by more than 1%. Coming up after traffic and weather, we'll hear from a professor at Michigan State University tonight about last night's deadly shooting rampage on campus. And senators get a classified briefing involving those high-altitude objects that have been shot down. On Capitol Hill, I'm Mitchell Miller. Stay with us for your whole drive tonight. It's 926. KBR's highly experienced and highly cleared team is ready to solve today's challenges while preparing for tomorrow's threats. For more than 50 years, KBR has been trusted by the Department of Defense and Intel community to provide mission-critical science, technology, and engineering solutions. As global demands change and markets transform, KBR delivers innovative results to advance defense and national security interests on land, at sea, in the air, space, and cyberspace. KBR, the team behind the mission. For more information, visit KBR.com. The new DC-